to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, quick update on our friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment. I want to give a shout-out to Steve. He was actually listening to the show this morning. Uh, update on their specials. Today only, Friday, March 1st. It's the first of the month. 50% off on everything in the store on the rentals. 50% off. If you guys, if you need to rent a piece of equipment, today is the day 50% off at Reliable Rental Equipment right there at Meadowbrook Road, North State. Check them out online, reliablerentalequipmentms.com. I don't normally do two ad reads for somebody in one show, but when you when you got 50% off for one day, I want to make sure my folks know about it. So uh, shout out to them. Also, real quick, if you're out car shopping this weekend, get down to Mercy House Auto Center down in Brookhaven, I'm sorry, Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Uh, they specialize in stuff from ten to $20,000. They also keep some cash cars out there too. But, man, they do not last long. You can find it online, and in the time it takes you to get there, it could be gone. But, hey, that's any vehicle I've learned over the years. If you're looking at it, so are other people. Buy it as soon as you can. Uh, shop them online, mercyhouseautocenter.com. They have a they have credit availability for all credit situations from Jackson Pothole Bad to 800 Beacons. They got a, they got a bank for everybody, so don't let your bad credit worry you. As long as you got a little money down and you can prove that you work, you probably are going to leave there in a car. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. Don't forget, if you got a vehicle running or not sitting out in the driveway, you'd like to donate, get that tax, get that tax uh, right off. They'll come tow it out of your yard. Uh, no expense to you at all, and you get the tax right off. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. Sean, you're at Karan here in the studio with me this morning, uh, as he is uh, most every uh, Wednesday and Friday. Sean, again, as always, man, I appreciate you coming and doing this with me. Uh, may, there's conversations I like to have that require another person. Yeah, and, man, it's, uh, been, and, and, it's and, always been. It's almost been a year now. You know, yep. I think we're coming in on a year and doing it. <laughs> it was. It was last Crawford season. I remember that. It was right during the. The garbage debacle started, I think, about I think that so. time. I think so. I it was about we were, to start again. So. I ran into some buddies of ours at the crawfish place, and they said, man, you haven't shown on? He's like, <laughs> you're like, you know, I mean, he's like he's like the left version of you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I said, well, we've been talking. I think we'll be all right. And, man, I would have had no, no clue that this would have gone. It was supposed to be a law call show. It was supposed to be a law call show, right? And nobody really like, had a whole lot of legal questions. Like, we just had so many other things we wanted to talk <laughs> right. about that it turned <laughs> this turned into what it's turned into. But, yeah, it was originally supposed to be a law call. And what's kind of funny is it's kind of circled into that a yeah. little bit more. Sometimes, right? It yeah, does. You know, yeah. Especially with you getting back into law, uh, getting back into law. Uh, Loggering. Yeah, I got you know. I look like people from the listen. I guess call me all the time now with legal questions. So, which is great. Keep on calling. Yeah, look, I mean, as long as I know it. As long as it's not about child custody, which I don't know anything about. Yeah, but look, other man, than that, if y'all need legal advice or if you need a, if you need a legitimate lawyer, uh, please get in touch with the Yurt Karan Law Firm. I definitely uh, I, I'm using him. I got some family using him right now for some stuff. And you know if i trust if i trust him for this particular thing trust me you you can too i i feel very confident referring him over uh to your needs i appreciate it appreciate it man yeah no appreciate you brother yeah um, i'm over and fondren so if anybody needs me with all the rest of the purple haired liberals so oh yeah look and i and and i bring that up because you you're going to need a good lawyer to stay out of jail yeah and you don't want to go to jail more so than ever because it is a death sentence when it's within itself to go to jail in Mississippi. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. You know, unless you're on death row. And look, I'm not turning into a bleeding heart liberal here. I'm all about do the crime, do the time. But you, you sh- 
you should not have to be worried about, am I going to get anally raped or am I going to get killed or am I going to have to join a gang and do more things just to survive mm-hmm. if you go to jail? You, you should not have to do that. I, I mean, I know you put a bunch of bad guys somewhere. There's got to be a better way than what we're doing. We need to build a new prison or we need to get out of it altogether and use all these private prisons that we have in Mississippi. We need to do something. I know Burl Kane is trying his best, but the Department of Justice came out with a report mm-hmm. saying that three of our prisons need to close. Is that what it is? I think that's right. And that um, the, the gangs run the prisons here? Yeah, I mean, what they said is just basically it's um, it's just the widespread you know, reports of uh, physical violence upon everybody, you know, the inmates that are living, and they're not – it, what it is is the DOJ found that the state doesn't adequately supervise the incarcerated population, can't control the flow of contraband, which is you know, like cell phones, drugs, those, yeah. those kinds of things. And you know, adequ- they, they don't adequately investigate incidents of serious harm, and they don't provide adequate living conditions. It says The report actually says these problems are exacerbated by chronic understaffing that has allowed gangs to exert proper influence inside the prisons essentially saying the gangs run the prisons they just run the prisons because yeah. they're not staffed with enough guards and it's just it, it's not being controlled and managed properly and i know burl is currently i had a former gang member on the show a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, that had done some time in the prison and all that he was high up with simon city royals did a, did a good run in jail and he goes the last couple of years as burl's been in there i think it's every 30 somewhere just for the sake of arguing every 30 30 to 90 days they're shifting these gang folks around. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, they're not having time to get settled in, but clearly it's still a problem. Yeah, I mean, because Burl was um, commissioner of Angola, which is another notorious. Yeah. If you've heard of that, if you're in Louisiana, Louisiana, it is a notoriously horrible prison um, and, and dangerous as well. Um, they have actually they have a rodeo though that I've always wanted to go to. Man, I, I had tickets go- for it this year and ended up selling them at the last minute to Jason Odom and his wife. And shout out to them for listening. Um, and we, we ended up going to the Morgan Wallen concert in Oxford instead. It's like my man card got a little snatch there. It's like I was going to go to Angola Rodeo, but ended up going to Morgan Wallen at Ole Miss. At least we went on the night there was an actual show. But, hey, sometimes, sometimes you like to like to make the lady happy. Oh, I get it. I just uh, – the Angola Rodeo has just been one of those, like – Yeah, bucket list things when I started in law enforcement and stuff. It's just everybody talks about you got to go, and I just never did. Tickets should be on sale now because it's in April. Yeah, right. It's usually that, well, last year it was that weekend of April 20th or so. So, uh, and they're not expensive, like 20 bucks a ticket, 15 Mm -hmm. bucks a ticket. I heard it's totally worth it, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, rodeo aside. Yeah, sorry. It got uh, off track there. Yeah, no, I I do it too. Guys, I would love to hear from y'all on this. Uh, 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. And the phone line, if you want to call in, 601-879-0002. It's a complicated conversation to have, especially mm-hmm. with conservatives. Well, as a conservative, it's a complicated conversation to have with other conservatives explaining that I think our prison system is screwed up. Because they're like, man, it ain't it ain't club med. They're supposed to go and they're supposed to be hard. Mm-hmm. Agreed, but it still should not be a death sentence, and you no. still should not be put in situations where your manhood can get took, or you are forced to join a gang for safety. Yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely true. And you know, we, we don't. I mean, like the, if you get four years, you need to be able to go, go serve your four years. Do do your do your. I think they should have everybody in the system as, as slave as slaves. I think everybody should be working. Mm-hmm. A prison work program or whatever. Go learn how to do something. 
whatever. And look, and I know there's just some bad people. Sean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. this, I want to make this point. I know there's some bad people in jail that aren't going to go along to get along. It ain't going to be all rainbows and butterflies. If the, if you put them in a shop class to learn how to work with wood and saws, they're going to kill somebody. And that's you just go, they don't get to play the game. They get to go, we're going to have this bad people ward, and that's where they're going to be. And the rest of the people who can go along to get along and you know work towards rehabilitation and possibly even learning a trade so they come out into the real world with, with some type of skill set so they're not right back to breaking the law and going to jail – I always hear Democrats say we got to stop this cycle, the cycle of poverty, yeah. right? We got to stop this. We got to stop this. I think this is a good way to, you're never going to stop poverty, but this is a good way to at least mitigate it. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. I, you know, what I was going to say is that, kind of to your point, there's something we used to say, when I was probably, you know, that we were warehousing some, some waste, right? And there's some people that do certain things or, or the, you know, commit certain crimes and they continue to do so that need to be removed from society. They just do, I don't care how that sounds. They're just so bad. I prosecute several of those kinds of people and there are certain ones and they all, the ones have always stuck in my mind through the years. You know, there's people that do certain crimes that are bad crimes, but aren't this kind of violent criminal that that's at their nature. You know what I mean? There's a difference. And, but there's some that are just so evil and uh, that, yes, you need to, they need to be locked up and thrown away. And, well, and just separated. like the ones we were talking about, you know, that'll go do a drive by shooting on a, on a, on a house on Valley street that shoots a 13 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Those people need to go to jail and be treated like animals. And, and they're not going to be re- rehabilitated. No. You, you, you let them out. It's, it's going to happen again. And they just, you know, there's just no stopping it. They don't Those fear people, prison. They don't. Yeah, it's not. And they're going to go out and kill and, and plunge and, and, you know, all that stuff. So, or pillage and all that stuff. But um, there is a lot of people. And I'd say it's a majority that aren't like that, that just have, you know, made mistakes and done get caught up in a cycle of, you know, criminal activity. Like whether it's, I think a good example is you see people like first time drug offenses and even sale, like somebody, you know, is using drugs, becomes an addict and he starts selling a little dope, but then he gets hammered for 10 years and goes to jail for, you know, a portion of that time. And then he goes to these kinds of prisons where he's raped and thrown into a gang. And then his life is just in that cycle forever. Yeah. That could have been, you know, changed. And I think, you know, we have to look at like, are we, what is the purposes of prisons? Like one punishment, of course, we know that, but also rehabilitation is supposed to be a purpose, and we don't ever nobody. I think it's a hard thing as a politician probably to sell to the public what we want to rehabilitate it. But if you really were, if the public would understand that, like they're coming back in society, you don't want them to come back and then continue that cycle that's going to hurt everybody else. If we get, we actually cared about rehabilitation. I just don't think we do. I think we say that, like people say that, but we just don't really care about it. Well, here's here's a here's a description of the conflict here, right? Mm -hmm. We love how safe Rankin County is. Sure. We we even, when I say we, I mean, a lot of people even make excuses for the behavior of the goon squad. Um, We, we, we liked all the over sentencing that Michael guest was doing Mm -hmm. um, on on small drug offenses that send somebody that probably should have just gotten house arrest or probation to jail for four or five years where they get, they get raped, get AIDS from being raped in jail they they get their life completely uprooted and they come out a criminal because they had to join a gang to survive. And then, there's, and then there's expectations of that gang for you to work within it when you get out or you get killed. Um, we, we, we send a lot of people there. But, hey, we're mm-hmm. tough on crime here. We keep the streets safe. And you can't argue that. And I mm-hmm. agree with that to, an, to, to, to a great extent. But I just don't think that jail, if you're going to do that, you shouldn't be sending somebody into a death sentence. And that shouldn't just be the deterrent. 
Mm-hmm. Like it is my deterrent because hey, I actually think about those things. I'm like, well, I don't, I'm more scared of anything that happens in jail than I am of going to jail. That's that's the that's yeah yeah that's the problem. I mean, that's what yeah. I would be worried so about. That's my deterrent. But unfortunately, people make mistakes, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know that prison long term is the best is the best use of that. You know, and I'm, I'm guessing you could probably take a lot of this back to the ACLU suing over work prison work programs, road crews, this that and the other. I think there's a. I think nonviolent offenders should be allowed to. There's just got to be a better way, yeah. even if it's a. Even if you got to go work for the county full time, mm-hmm. at, at, at minimum wage for a year, would you rather do that, or would you rather go to prison? Yeah, I mean exactly. Or you know, would you want? Or you or we could send in some to serving on the Jackson City Council. Yeah, and if you can deal with that, <laughs> two years. All right, let's take a let's take a break. It looks like I, I don't I didn't have any particular direction I wanted to go with that. It's just, but I want to try to talk through it sometimes. No. maybe the right people are listening. You know? No, I mean I hundred percent agree with you. I think I think that's a I think we've my like my scenario. Like there's people that need to be removed from society that they're just yeah. violently dangerous, and and prison is suited for them. But there's a lot of these nonviolent, which is the majority uh, that that it's just not. Yeah, like so, like, like I say, you, you almost run it run a trustee program on the outside. Yeah, and these people are accountable, or they're, they're held accountable. They have to come to work every day. They whether it's working up and down the house, it's doing whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're working. They're learning how to do. It. If it's paving roads, if it's cleaning up roads, if it's learn, you know, being accountable and doing some type of job, and they make minimum wage. Hell, if we paid them, what it cost us to keep them in prison? Yeah. Per, per prisoner, or what is it, sixty something thousand dollars a year per prisoner, or something, something crazy? I don't know the exact number, but yeah. you know, even if you paid them less than that, you're saving money and you're getting some productivity out of it. And you, the people don't have to do it; they can take the option. Hey, no, I'll just go do. A, I'll go do a year versus say six months or t- or two years of this work release program. Mm-hmm. You know, you would need to make it an interesting case. Like you, you go do a year in jail, or you do this for two years. Right. You know, give them a you know. A plea deal type thing. No, I like the idea. I mean, I used to. We tried to with a couple of people. I was able to put them in the military, young kids, like yeah. we were, which is a hard kind of thing to negotiate. We, uh, being a few public defenders, were able to figure out a way to do it. And I always loved that option the most because I, you know, I was like, okay, you got a 17, 18 year old kid, yeah. and he's just messing up now. Like, why are we putting him in prison? Like, he's a, did a house burglary, or you know, maybe he sold some drugs, or maybe whatever it is. Yes. But I'd rather send him the Marines. You know, sure. I mean, and that's going to change his whole life, and it's, it's you know, tr- fix a trajectory. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. This is Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yarkron. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, so I, I got a text from Mayor Jake over in Pearl, Jake Wyndham. He says, um. On the Guns and Gear text line, we currently have a work program with MDOC on nonviolent offenders that work for the city of Pearl, and after they get out, we hire them in public works. Commissioner Kane started this program. Other cities in Rankin County do it as well. That's great. Um, we, I think we need more of that, obviously. I mean, I think there needs to be like a whole, like, like a whole department at MDOT that's nothing but uh, these work release type people and give them a chance to work, kind of work their uh, – mm-hmm. Work their fines off, be a member, be a productive member of society versus having the burden of having to pay to keep them in jail doing nothing on nonviolent stuff here. You know, guys, yeah. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about nonviolent, uh, petty drug offenses and nonviolent 
offenders, uh, tax evasion, um, blue white collar crime, grand larceny, grand larceny, yeah. maybe even auto, maybe even some some grand yeah you know, auto burglary, stuff like that. People who they're not victimless crimes, but nobody got hurt. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. So I would like to see more of that. Let's see here. Uh, Hev from the Res is not a fan of our idea. He says you're a dumbass. <laughs> You actually have to qualify to be in the military. They don't take punk ass thugs. Well, you know, I don't know. They took me, but uh, the uh, yeah. Well, I, we did it uh, quite a bit, and uh, it's can, a pretrial thing too. By the yeah, way, yeah. Well, we did. We would actually have to random without uh, without prejudice, and in case they didn't join, then we could bring them back up. And if it, the texter could call Allison Kelly because she represented most of those guys, and we that was one thing we tried to do quite as many times as we could. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they, they took them. I mean, to me, that was like a rite of passage. I mean, that was a big thing back in the '90s, especially. Was you know, you can um, you can go to jail, or you know, based on the, the crime you committed, it was kind of kind of a nonviolent thing. You can go to, you can go to the military. Yeah. Because a couple people texted in and said, "Well, you know, felons can't can't join the military." But they're not felons at that they're point. Not fel- yeah, yeah, they committed a felony, but the agreement is that mm-hmm. it's a pretrial deal. That they right. they drop the charges. With so with without prejudice or with prejudice yeah, without prejudice yeah and then yeah. we you know if they don't get into the military and then we can bring it back up and that's the way we kind of structured it at that point yeah so I mean we do, yeah we do it quite often I, I mean if if the if the defendant would agree now a lot of times they didn't want to join the military yeah that was I mean, another problem hey look there's no magic way to, there, there's there's no right answer or there mm-hmm. or, or maybe there's no wrong answer the wrong answer is what kind of what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not working. Yeah, it's kind of like the war on drugs we always talk about. Like, it's not a war anymore. We lost. It's yeah. not working. It has not worked, and it's it's gotten worse. And um, so it is the same thing. I mean, it's just we're doing things that are not working. Yeah, you know, we're, we're especially in Hines County, we're not locking up misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, to me, that's like a uh, that's a pre that's a pretrial prevent defense type thing there. It's a pre-life of crimes. Like, hey, here's what can happen if you get in jail. You, you know, you got to go wait here to your court date, whatever. Yeah. You know, you're going to learn that, hey, is this somewhere I want to be? And you're going to – a lot of people are going to straighten up scared straight. We're not scaring people straight in Jackson at an early enough age when they start committing, committing these misdemeanor crimes. And that's that whole broken windows theory of prosecution yeah. that, you know, you just got to start doing that at that time, enforcing the small things. And, and that kind of goes back to what we're talking about the young kids. Like, they're not – the little things they start out doing, nothing's happening. So it just kind of just evolves into this chaos at a really quicker rate than it once did. You know, that used to be like a young kid would do something, nothing would happen to them, and then they'd start the murder train around 18, 19. Well, the, that's that's happened now sooner, like 14. Well, you know, the, you know, the, I mean, the average murderer had been arrested 20 times, I think. I heard a stat the other day. It was like, like the, average, the average murderer had been arrested an exuberant amount of times, before they worked their way up to murder. So you, to your point, mm-hmm. you worked your way up to it. Now I don't know if that's the case. I mean, because you got 13, 14, 15-year-olds out here that, that ain't been arrested. And I may have my number way off here, but I was listening to Tim Pool the other night, and they mm-hmm. were talking about this. And maybe it's maybe it's two times, been arrested two times. I think but, in some murders, like, you know, like we're talking about like the drug deal murders, yeah, that's probably true. If it's like a manslaughter situation, no, those can be like a never done anything in your whole life, you know, because there's a like a heat of passion manslaughter situation. But I guess like in a, you know, maybe what I was calling earlier a gang-banging murder, yeah, I could see like a couple times you were arrested beforehand before you before you cross the Rubicon in the murder. But um, it just depends on what, you, what kind of murder it is, I would think. Yeah, a lot of the textures are really offended at the idea of sending people into the military as a as a, as a a plea deal for not going to jail. And I, I don't, yeah. y'all, need to, y'all need to get off your high horses a little bit there. 
Um, a, I don't know that I necessarily hold our military in quite the once high regard that I used to based on the uh, the wokeness that's going on there. It would almost be a punishment. To, I, I may would take my chances in jail than the military now. You, you, you got about just as good of a chance of getting anally raped in both of them. Look, I think At the military— would be serving Joe Biden. Despite all the woke stuff or whatever it is, I think the military you know, is, a, is a good thing for any young person. I, I really do. I guess maybe I'm biased because I was in the Marines. But, and I, you know, I think if you could give those kids a chance, and that was kind of what we were trying to do, and I, I don't regret that because all those kids are doing fine now. So, you know, what they did to all of our – and when I, when I say this, I'm not talking about our service members. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the yeah. institutions. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I'm going to a buddy of mine's uh, military retirement party tonight. Shout out to Steve. Congratulations on uh, on putting your time in. And uh, we'll share a beer or more with mm-hmm. you tonight. That's- All right. Let's take a break. Come back, land the plane for the day. This has been the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkron on a F around and find out Friday here in central Mississippi. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, I want to stay with the hot hand here. We don't have it three minutes. I, I just, I one hundred percent believe that giving nonviolent offenders the ability to join them first time nonviolent offenders the ability to join the military over going to prison. Uh, you, of course, you are going to have that rare exception where some people are just brain damaged and it, it ain't going to work, and you know, well, they can go to jail then. But you, Sean made a great point, and Chad texted and said back in nineteen fifty eight, his dad was given the option of the Navy or jail. 20 years later, he retired from the Navy. See how wonderful that is? I mean, that's yeah. exactly what you want. That's the result you want. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, it takes the it takes the financial burden off the state and puts it on the federal government. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you're going to have the occasional um, person that can't pass a physical. And sorry about your luck. I'd have been one of those people. I couldn't pass, I couldn't pass the physical. I tried joining. My, mm-hmm. I can't hear. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, would, that would preclude you from joining. Sure. Yeah. I mean, go do my years in jail or some kind of work release program or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, Sean made a great point, too. He said, uh, I wonder why we ended up getting away from that. He said, it was probably some liberal things. And, no, 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 we can't be sending people to the military, you know. That's that's what I would think that would have been. They were like, that's just too harsh a punishment for them. I mean, or I don't know why. I'll have to look that up, why we got away from it. I, I, private, I bet you it has more to do with private prisons and these judges getting these kickbacks from these private prisons. Like, no, we need more people in jail. Not the military. Not the mil- and no. now we've got a recruiting shortage where we can't recruit anybody right now. I think that, that we got a lot of uh, criminals in Jackson that we could just send to the military yeah. to help the recruiting I mean, goal. We need know? some we need some straight killers on our team. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't like it in Jackson, but we send them over to the sandbox. We need some killers on our team. Damn. I'll put our I'll put our Jackson Democrats up against any <laughs> other Taliban, Antifa, Hamas, any of them. We'll like, see y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all Monday. <laughs>